Greetings, horror fans, and welcome to episode 173 of Frightmares. I'm your host, Austin, and today I am joined by two of my favorite podcasters in the whole entire world, uh, Aid and Mikey from the Slashers podcast. What is this, the third time we've collaborated? Second, third, fourth? It's We've done like three or four, right? I think you've done more with Aid. This is my second time with you, because you oh. can't have too much of greatness well, wait. Were you on the Were you on the first one that? Oh, I don't think he was on the first one that me and you did, Aid, because it was like me, you, uh, Micah, and Doug, and Jake popped in and out because he was like there, but he wasn't there. Oh yeah, that was the that was the wasn't it a holiday episode or something? I don't even remember what it was. It like just <laughs> happened. I don't remember. I know. When Terrible it's like memory. <laughs> a shit ton of us. Yeah. No, but I. Yes. Be- no, it was for Halloween because we wanted to talk about Halloween stuff. Oh, yeah. And it was the Hellraiser one. Hellraiser yes. and Halloween kills or Halloween ends. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. He yes. Was, oh, yeah. He was not. There I wasn't that. allowed on that one because I actually liked Halloween ends, but that's fine. I liked it, too. And I was there. So what's up, Mikey? Well, if memory serves me correctly, Mikey, you decided that you were not going to join us because, oh. you know. You always have I don't remember things uh, past two weeks. I don't live in the past. <laughs> I'm the same way. That's shit, two weeks, that's that's even long for me. I can't remember things that I did yesterday. So <laughs> terrible memory. But today we are doing something a little fun, a little different. We are gonna do a holiday horror top twelve. Yes, you heard me. Top twelve, not tw- not top ten, because there are twelve days of Christmas and there's a song, and I was like, let's just do that. And it totally makes sense. So, and I also had a hard time narrowing down my list. So we are going to do a holiday top 12, um, all of our favorite Christmas horror movies. And I'm sure there's going to be some overlap, but I'm very curious to know both of your lists because I feel like mine is probably a little different, but then again, I don't know, but there's a lot of good holiday horror stuff out there. Like I just watched all the silent night, deadly nights. I think you guys did as well. If I'm correct on that, mm-hmm. all, all yep. five. Yeah. All right, I want to talk about that then real quick. Do you have a favorite of all five and a least favorite of all five? I'll start with yes. Mikey. Go ahead. Oh, you, go ahead, Mikey. Um, <laughs> well, I think this is cheating because my favorite, of course, is the first one because the first one is just a good movie. But forgetting the first one because that's, I feel like that's the case with most franchises. The first one's the best one. That's why they get so many follow-ups. But my favorite that is not the first one would be the third one which is very controversial apparently because i was the only one that liked it in our episode about it um <laughs> the one with bill mosley and like let me re- let me rephrase i don't like love this movie it's not like something i'm like oh my god this is the best movie ever i just thought it was the best one of the series besides the first one um and then my least favorite one was the fourth one the one about the coven the witch oh yeah, yeah. the witches yeah um it, it didn't really make sense to, for it to be a silent night deadly night movie so if you like removed that from the title and it was just like i don't know witches coven or something probably would have been better like well received i enjoyed that one but yeah it doesn't really fit into the silent night deadly night you know universe at all <laughs> yeah and it was like, like the least christmasy one that too, like, yeah. I think they had a Christmas tree like at some point in the back, and I'm like, oh, it's that's right, it's Christmas. Totally forgot that this was a Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah. but I will expand and say the reason why I did like the third one is because I didn't think I was going to like the third one in the beginning when it starts off in the hospital because I just, I'm not really big on when the franchises start doing, ooh, she has uh, ESP or whatever. Um, but 
after they get rid of that bullshit and they go into the cabin in the woods, it's very Christmassy. And the sister and the guy's girlfriend have like really funny lines that are like real stupid and real bitchy. And I just, it was fun. And then Bill Mosley's in it with the fishbowl on his head. And apparently people say on the Slashers podcast, this was supposed to be like an A24 movie in disguise. <laughs> I don't really understand. I don't understand the comparison. I just laugh and nod my head. But Maybe aid can extrapolate. Can you aid? I'd love to hear because I, I think I know what they mean by it's like A24 before A24 was a thing because this was 89, I think, for number three. Um, but yeah, can yeah. you extrapolate on that? I like that word, Mikey. Okay. Well, I was the one who suggested <laughs> it in the chat in the first place because it does feel like an A24 slash like Ari Aster kind of, you know, like very art house, very avant-garde. There's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of beautiful imagery in that one, but I will say that one is probably my least favorite simply because it put me to sleep. It, not once, but twice I fell asleep oh during it. So um, if I'm going to, you know, pick a least favorite, it would have to be that one, which I, you know, I don't, don't want to say that I don't like A24 movies or any of those. The, the I, I would say, I don't want to say elevated horror because that sounds pretentious. <laughs> I think that it's, it's different right yeah what's what's a different word for elevated because that's what it is but like yeah i don't it, it sounds like douchey saying that i don't like saying that yeah prestigious. i just say serious horror because like a lot of horror we can agree is not serious and i actually yeah. had this yeah. conversation with austin last night because i put on a movie when i was really wanting to watch like trashy horror and this oh, was yeah. not trashy horror and i was like um not in the mood for this did you finish it or did yeah. you stop it I have like 10 minutes left. I just. You were so close, Mikey. I what did know. you watch? Such a tease. The Apology, which is another horror Christmas movie on Shudder. Mm. Oh, is it okay. Christmas related too? Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. Shit. It takes place on Christmas Eve. Oh, Ooh. okay. I did not know that. Yeah, I had seen that somewhere on Facebook and it said it was like a Shudder exclusive, but I went to Shudder and didn't see it. And you said you were watching it on Shudder last night. So I, I must be just blind. Mm -hmm. Because I got to check that out. Um, but it's got pretty decent ratings. It's got like a 2.9, which isn't, you know, it's not terrible on Letterboxd. But um, uh, yeah, so the apology. And that came out. Oh, that's a brand new one for this year, too. Okay. So. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I've seen it. Yeah. I flagged it. Yeah. But yeah. I haven't. Uh, All right. I'll put that I, on the list. I, I rewatched the same Christmas horror movie like three times now already. And I have no room for anything new. Um, <laughs> hey, you got to stick to what you like, you know? I would say that the, of the franchise, my most favorite is probably the remake, uh, which is another controversial opinion. So, sorry. Oh, you invited so Mikey and I onto the show and, you know, we're the troublemakers. No, I love different <laughs> opinions. Um, so you're saying the one from 2012? Yes. I see. I didn't know. I didn't know if that was actually a remake or if that was kind of just a movie with a similar name. I still haven't seen that one yet. I know. I'm, I'm 10 years. <gasps> I know. Austin. I know. I know. I know. I'm ten years Just late. Hang up your horror card, sir. It's done. I could. <laughs> yeah. I could hang up my horror card with so many things I haven't seen that would shock people. But uh, so I didn't realize that that was actually like a remake. I thought it was kind of more of just a movie with like a similar name. So it is actually like a remake of the original Silent Night Deadly Night in a way. Yeah, it's uh, a, it's a um, reboot. I would say of uh, and it pays homage to like the first and second one. So oh, okay. Yeah, it's. I'd say it's like a pretty loose homage because it doesn't really have anything to do with the first one. But when you watch it, you're like, oh, that's a call to the first one. That's a call to the first oh, one. Okay. Um, but 
different stories, but it is really good. Eight is eight is correct. We did enjoy mm-hmm. that one. I just didn't think of that as part of the franchise, to be honest. No, well, I mean if it I mean if it's a reboot, I could I could understand that being kind of in, you know, canon, I guess you could say. Um Oh yeah, it definitely is. It's just when I was thinking about it, I was just thinking one through five. One through and I was five, like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's also <laughs> another movie called Silent Night 2 from last year that actually stars Kieran Knightley. And um, I need to check that. It's just called Silent Night as well. And it's around Christmas time, a Christmas yeah, gathering. Yeah, Matthew Good and yeah. Kieran Knightley. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the world's ending. It so, just it looks like it's going to be give me anxiety. Yeah. And so yeah. that's why I have not watched it yet. But I love them both. So I'm, you know, what is he I hear it's from? really good. He, oh shit! He's okay. He's from Watchmen and The Kingsman. Oh, oh and Matthew Good. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. That's oh, why what I know I'm gonna that. do to him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> aid. Oh, Austin's podcast is PG thirteen. Oh yeah. Oh um, please. The things we've said on this podcast. Listen, sir. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so that's two Silent Nights I need to watch. Completely different uh, tones, I'm sure. Uh, but so what were you trying to find last? You wanted something sleazy to watch last night. Correct, Mikey, or something trashy. Yeah. You said. <laughs> yeah. So like I, I've been wanting to watch the, was it the Nutcracker slasher? I oh, it Nutcracker Massacre. Oh man. That one is. Yeah. That one is rough. <laughs> just letting you yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, like I just, I like really stupid low budget movies. And so I, well, the one I really wanted to see was the mean one. And I was in my room and it's like, if you have philo tv i think it's available on demand mm. and so i was like oh, but philo tv is in my living room i don't want to walk all the way over there so i was like well let's see if i can find for some reason tubi was letting me down because last time when i opened it it was full of all these indie christmas horror movies that i haven't seen like the nutcracker massacre and i was like well let me check there and then it's just didn't show them to me so mm. i was like well let me check shutter and i saw the apology um and i was like oh it's christmas and it's Shudder, and I started watching it. And it's let me just say, it's a good movie. Like the char- the actress in it is like does a really good job. It was just a little too serious for what I wanted. Um, and it this is actually something that's pretty interesting because I, I had a little epiphany yesterday. So ever since I've had my daughter, I've had it like almost like a revelation that like oh I don't like when kids are in trouble in movies anymore because it just gives me anxiety because I think of Olivia, which is my daughter's name. Um, but then like we saw Silent Night and that like 12 year old girl gets fucked up, but she was a cunt. And so I was like, well, that was deserved. Um, so I realized it's not that I don't, you know, cause scary movies like to go in weird places and it involves, you know, like sometimes children are, you know, in a way victimized and, and I'm like, okay, I can watch it. Not that I enjoy it, but like I can watch it. But what I don't like watching is, when a child's in trouble and there's a parent child relationship in the story. And that's what gives me anxiety. And that's kind of like what this one was about. Um, So I was like, man, bummer. (laughs) I wanted to watch something campy and fun, not serious and like foreboding. Oh my God. Uh, Yeah, exactly. I'm with you though, because it's, it sounds fucked up. And anytime there's like harm done to a child, that's kind of an asshole. I'm like, you went there horror movie. Like most horror movies don't go there because it's kind of a, I don't know, I guess a touchy subject or something. But anytime a horror movie does that, I'm like, okay, kudos, because that's ballsy. You know what I mean? But I could also see what you say by the relationship of the, like a kid and an adult. Like that would, I don't, I haven't experienced that yet. I'm sure I will in the future. But, uh, you know, having three kids, I'm sure it's a little different. And I don't know how you do that, by the way. God bless you for doing that. That is a lot to do. I'm just saying. 
I could probably handle. I could probably He's handle like, one. Adam does it all. <laughs> I'm just here oh, on podcast. Don't even, don't even go there. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, um, you guys are bad. Well, I'm, you know, I'm with them all fucking day, so that's why I don't have any of my own. What is on your cup there? Is that uh, is that a Nightmare Before Christmas? It is, okay. even though it's not a Christmas movie. But I thought. Sally is really cute, and it's a Christmas glass because it is red and green. So. Oh, have you had? Have we had that debate yet? If because I don't even I don't know what I consider that. I mean, it's Nightmare Before Christmas. It's that's Halloween, right? So it's Halloween. Yeah, but they have like the Sandy Claus and stuff. So it's like, it, well, is there it? are Christmas elements yeah. to it? But it is a Halloween. It starts off with an entire, you know, like a whole. What is it? What, what what I can't think right now. But it starts <laughs> off with the entire Halloween song for Christ's sake, and they're in yeah. Halloween Town, and he realizes that he has to, you know, love who he is and remember where he comes from and his roots, and they are Halloween. So don't I will die on this hill. Jake and I have been fighting about this for God knows how long, and so oh, I'm so he correct. thinks it is a Christmas movie. You think it is not? Yeah, yeah. yeah I have to. He is incorrect. I have to agree. I think it's a Halloween movie, and I have this. <laughs> I have this neighbor that's right down the street from me. Well, obviously it's my neighbor. What the fuck? And they have all this fucking Nightmare Before Christmas shit for Halloween, and I'm like, okay, that's fine. But then they put it up again for Christmas. And I'm like, what? No, you can't have no. both. I was like, fucking pick one. It's like you can't have Nightmare Before Christmas for Halloween. And and, uh, and Christmas, pick one. Like I don't care if you want to use it for Christmas, but you can't use it for both. That just doesn't make sense. Where does Mikey stand on this <laughs> issue? I need to know. Where do you stand on this issue? Um, <laughs> why can't it just be bi seasonal? I don't really care for that movie, so I don't really have a opinion. Um, but what I do like is I like when the people buy those really big skeletons for Halloween and they leave them up for Christmas and just put a hat on it. <laughs> I think oh, that's that's, that's my favorite thing. I was kind of wary of buying one uh, because my HOA are cunts. And uh, but I've seen other people with huge, you know, inflatables, like 15, 20 foot inflatables. And I'm like, I'm buying that fucking skeleton next year and I'm going to do exactly that. I'm going to leave it up for Halloween yeah. and then just dress them up as Santa Claus for Christmas. And no one can say shit, even though they probably will. But whatever. And It'll be I will it. say, <laughs> I will say that the the skeleton is fine. I have no problem with the skeleton. And I because a lot of people actually in Winter Park have them in their lawns um, and, and in College Park near my school. So I see them a lot. Oh. I don't have, I have a problem with that. What I find so tacky and I'm sorry, Mikey, if you have this in your yard, oh, no. your children are those inflatable ones. That like people deflate during the day and then you inflate them at night and they're just so tacky like ew like I just want to pop them like why are you do you have this ugly thing in your yard like it is not cute it is like the plastic Santa and reindeer that Clark Griswold has on his front lawn like tacky if you're gonna have Christmas decorations in front of your house I can't have I can't be looking at those eyesores I'm sorry but I do agree that inflatables are a yeah. little cheap and tacky. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always an ugly love... ass Mickey Mouse too. I'm like, ugh. Oh, there's <laughs> like three of those in my neighborhood. <laughs> exactly. I... Like that's like oh! trailer park. I'm sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> but I will say I do love the hard plastic old vintage ones that you say you also don't like. I like those. Um, but there's I something weird those about over inflatable. I do have a small inflatable on my porch, but it's a Boston Terrier with a Santa hat because I have a Boston Terrier. But there's people that like make their whole decorations inflatables or like there's like it's like someone has a Triceratops with a Santa hat. And I'm like, that's okay. 
That's not even Christmas. Understand. You can't just put a Santa hat on everything and call it fucking Christmas. That's not how that works. <laughs> exactly. Except for well, the skeleton. Except for the skeleton. That's the only thing. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's Austin, it. if you go to Atomic Horror, all of their cool props are currently wearing Santa hats. And it's really cute. Like the Belial coming out of the basket. Okay. It All right. So cute. Well, so Gabby, Gabby to wants get to get over there. Well, Gabby wants to go and she works. You know, she, I'm the only one that's off except for Monday. So if you want to go like Monday or Tuesday next week, we're down yeah. because because she wants to go. So I'll let her know. OK, yeah. yeah. Well, let me know. And then I'll meet you guys out there. because Boom. I've been dying to go again to get more shit. I don't need. I can't wait. And so. this is just like so uh, I, I know I heard about it. But for anyone who's listening that might be local to Orlando, it's like just like a horror shop where you can like where you can buy props and just random things. Right. That's pretty much what yeah. it is. Yeah, they're they're just it's a horror store. Literally all the coolest shit in there. They I mean, the props you can't buy. They have a lot of different like oh, life size okay. props of, of Jason and the guy from They Live. And they have um, they have fucking uh, Rowdy have Roddy Piper. Do they have Rowdy Roddy Piper from no, They Live? No, 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 not him. They have the um, alien. The guy with the face and he's in the suit. Oh, okay. You know, when, when, he's, when he puts the glasses on, yeah. he sees them. I never oh, know what they're called. Oh, yeah, just the I alien. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember. I don't know. I I haven't seen that. She doesn't years. listen to me. I, you know I'm just what? a pretty I face in a banging bod. That's true. <laughs> I just look at you. I don't listen. So. That's right. Anyway, uh, but yeah, so if you're local to Orlando or if you're ever visiting Orlando, Atomic Horror is, is amazing. I'm obsessed with that store. It's Sorry. It's not the biggest store, but it's... Sorry, my neighbor is in the hallway right now, so Stella has to make herself known. <laughs> gotta make sure she's but gotta anyway. make she's gotta make sure you're safe. You know, she's gotta assert her dominance to make sure she knows that like no one should fuck with her. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly mm. what my dog does. <laughs> so, yeah, well, that's every dog, right? But right. like, she, what the fuck is she gonna do? She's like thirty pounds. <laughs> anyway, um, but so I think that with the whole Christmas thing or whatever, it's. It's fine. Decorate your yard how you want to. But if you want me to judge you, then you go ahead and leave your inflatables. And that's my last point I had to make about that. So. I have one small inflatable and it's like it's like a three foot one just because it's a snowman. But I don't make my entire yard that personality. Like there's a neighbor down the road that literally has five inflatables. I mean, they're they're always inflated all day, which whatever. But it's like that's his entire yard. I'm like, that's so fucking lazy. All you did was just put fucking inflatables down and you, they did all the tacky. work. Like it's so tacky. May the um, next hurricane take them away. All the way. And, you know, <laughs> hurricanes can come at any point at this time because, shit, we had one in November this year. Like, oh, my God. So it would not surprise mm -hmm. me if we just had one. But, yeah, I agree. Uh, making inflatables your personality of your house. It's lazy. I'm sorry. Um, so with that, uh, with all that being said, I think we should probably get onto this list. Unless you guys have any other things you'd like to say. Um feel free you oh, can say whatever is no, in your heart no no i'm excited i'm excited to share so all right so um i like i like um i want to say i like reading and i read a book called krampus the yule time the yule lord by brahm it's my first my second book reading by brahm and it was really really good if you like reading i recommend it it's not as good as slew foot but it's about krampus and it's good the end okay. okay i like it our intellectual over here <laughs> oh i'm not i'm not smart at all <laughs> just a banging body just a banging body <laughs> yeah like right. i think i read it i thought those were the words but you know i could have read something completely different mm. <laughs> mikey <laughs> let me get my list up here you crazy hooligans all right 
Let me get this in rank order. So, yes, we are doing the 12 Days of Christmas or something where we talk about our favorite 12 Christmas horror movies. I will let we'll go alphabetical order here. So I will let Aid go first. We're going to start with our number 12 and we will talk about it a little bit and we'll go all the way to our favorite Christmas horror movie. So take it away, Aid. What is your number 12? Okay, so are we all saying number 12? Yes, yeah, or we're do all, I yeah. say all my whole list. No, no, okay. no. We're gonna get yeah, we're gonna go countdown together. So we'll do 12, 11, all together. Oh god, this is gonna I gotta go get another mimosa for this. Um <laughs> it's actually a poinsettia. I put cranberry juice because it is the season. Okay, so number 12. And I, you know, you guys already know this. I'm like obsessed. In fact, I wanted to put I, this movie will be up higher next year, but since I just saw it, I chose Christmas Bloody Christmas for a day. Oh, too. okay. Oh, oh judgment already wow i love it i don't give a shit what you guys say i fucking love this movie i've already watched it like three times now like it's ridiculous i enjoyed <laughs> so. it i thought it was fun uh it was a little weird and there was definitely a it lot of crotch shots in that that i was not expecting um mm-hmm. some graphic uh cunnilingus or whatever you call it and i was like holy shit fellatio. That's, yeah fellatio i was like <laughs> i was like man did, i was like did he really just it looked like he actually was down there and i'm like uh, that's uh, jarring for so many reasons but well, i thought it was i had the same thoughts when it when it came to the analingus he just like the pulled girl with the, the big behind the under- he yeah. like oh yeah he just like pulls the he underwear dove right like, into there. i was like oh my god he yeah literally yeah. dove head first into that like jesus guy but that's what christmas is all about you know it's like <laughs> yeah it's the spirit of giving exactly <laughs> giving and receiving well and it's funny because i remember you guys talking about how some of the dialogue was cheesy and, and whatever and i thought it was fucking hilarious it, it was almost like i could see this being a real conversation because it was so awkward like yeah, I, could, I, I could, thought it was great i thought it was pretty authentic uh you know silly or not i thought it was pretty authentic so i i definitely enjoyed that one as well okay mikey so, oh wait no i'll go sorry alphabetical order yes, i'm alphabetical. stupid alphabetical number 12 for me uh-huh. is better watch out mm-hmm. um I know it should, mm. probably should be higher because it's actually got really good ratings, but I just cannot stand that prepubescent squeech or squelch that kid. T- every time he speaks, it's like a squeaky voice, and it always takes me out of the movie. But I love the twist. I love the gore. Um, and Patrick Warburton's in that. So how can you not like that movie? You know what I mean? Mm. I still have not seen it yet. Oh, really? It's sitting in my list. It's been sitting in my list for years. But again, I would love your opinion on that because it's like it's like I said, it's got great ratings, but like uh, there's just something that drives me crazy about and it's streaming on. Oh, my God. Shutter, Voodoo and Peacock. So no excuses, Aid. OK, I will watch it. <laughs> I, in fact, when we get off today, I'll put it on um, because I got to get our Patreon ready anyway. So I will do that. All right, Mikey. Mr. Text a lot. What do you got going on? What's your number 12? I'm not texting. I'm ordering he's my movies. Hit, that- he's hitting on Austin. That's Is he? Oh yes. He's sending sweet nothing. I have no text yeah. here. <laughs> I have no text. Heartbroken. Oh, Sorry. I, maybe he's replaced you already. No. <laughs> no, I am ordering my movies because I didn't order them. I just listed them. Um well 12 for me is nothing exciting. It's Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. So okay. because okay. even though I did enjoy it, I I would watch it again. But it's not like, like I said earlier, it's not fantastic but it has enough christmas stuff in it and horror stuff in it for me to add it to my yearly watch list now did they ever explain because i have i have a couple questions about that one did they actually ever explain why they were doing the tests what the fuck that thing is on bill mosley's head 
and why he was because he was he I think he got shot at the end of two and that's why he was in the coma. But did did they explain any of that? Because I don't remember hearing about why they were doing the tests. It's like they did the tests and then it just cut to them like going to grandma's house and then that was it. They they were trying to get her to like wake him up or something or at least like get into his mind to figure out his state or something. Um, And then I I assume the fishbowl was just because he was shot in the head. Yeah, because yeah, it's it's gone and th- it's gone in four. Because I think he's also in four. He's uh Clint, whatever his name is, plays Ricky, right? Oh no, no I think at that point, no. I think by four they changed the storyline. Oh, yeah, four, okay. And Ricky, okay. Because four and five are, are completely separate. Completely separate. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, because I, I had so many questions about three, but I mean, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it again, of course, because I always give movies second chances to see if maybe my opinion has changed. But yeah, it didn't. I'm with you, Aid. It, it just didn't work for me. Um, <laughs> all right, let's go to your number 11 aid. Okay. Oh, hold on. Okay. So number 11, and I'm sorry, this movie is only so low on the list because I forgot that it was a Christmas movie and I happened to be you know, <laughs> fiddling through shutter and I was like, oh, how could I forget this one? Um, so night of the comet is my number 11. Is that a Christmas movie? Yes, it is takes it? place during Christmas, but it's in Los Angeles, which is why it's sunny out. And, well, you know, yeah, but... it's it's like sunny and foggy because it's like end of the world. I've seen that one time. It's been a while. But oh, there... it's so good. You've There's like a radio it. station and stuff, right? That they... Yeah, they're hiding out in the radio station. Yes, yes. yes. So oh it's, God. it's really good. In fact, one of our okay. Patreon members, Kevin, had um, asked me to do our, our one minute review on it. And I was like, oh, this is a Christmas movie. This is great. Now I can watch it in December. So I, I love it. I think it's great. Night of the Comet. Wow, uh, you're already uh, coming at me with things I didn't even remember were uh, were Christmas movies. I hope movies. you're taking good notes, Austin. I'm taking notes. I've got a whole page. No. Um. All right. All right. Very, very impressed with this list already, you guys. So I will go to my number eleven, which is a movie from 2003 called Dead End. Um. It stars Lynn Shay and what's his face Ray Wise. It's like a very christmas adjacent movie because they're just it just takes place on christmas eve and they're driving so other than that it's not really a christmas movie but you know if it takes place on christmas eve or christmas day i'm going to consider it a christmas movie have you guys seen that one either of you yeah i've seen it it's really good it's pretty good yeah it's like they're you know they're stuck on the uh two-lane road in like a time loop and they can't seem to get out of it and of course lynn (laughs) shay is amazing as always love her. the only reason why so it's a really good movie but honestly the only reason why i like the reason why it has a lower grade than it could is because of the ending. I was like, "Oh, that's okay." Yeah. Oh, don't well, don't spoil it because I have it. It's on. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to spoil it, but it's like, yeah, I'm not going to spoil it. It was just kind of something that didn't really add anything to the story. I was like, whatever. (laughs) Well, that's hard when when the when the ending of a film kind of falls flat or you don't like the ending. It's really hard for me to rewatch it. Yeah. So I get it. I get it. Yeah. Uh, Mikey, your number 11, sir. Number 11 is Silent Night, Deadly Night 1 with the hottest guy in horror. Mm, he is pretty hot. I'll give you that. What, Billy? Yeah. Yeah. yeah whoever he, plays he could it, definitely right? stick me up on those, those uh, antlers. That'd be fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why is that? Yep. Move- okay. I need, I need some, an explanation here. Why is the Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise the, the horniest movies ever? They're so horny. Like seriously, um, there's there's so many boobs, so many people having sex, so many people dying naked. Like that franchise in general is just extremely horny. 
I don't know. Did you guys I think notice it's because, that? Because, well, though, I mean, I can't speak for the fourth and the fifth one because it it loses that. A little, okay, yeah, theme, a little bit, yeah. But um, I don't know. The fifth one has it. The fifth well, no, one does. I, what yeah. I meant, fifth, if I could finish. Yeah. Okay, continue. <laughs> so sorry. What I was saying is, <laughs> the first, the second. And kind of the third deal with the you're naughty, you're dying. And of course, back in the 80s, that meant having a lot of promiscuous sex and stuff. So I think that's why it was so tit heavy and sex heavy, because the whole thing was about we're killing people that are naughty. Um, The fourth one probably is, I think, the worst in terms of sex and boobs. Um, But they don't really, you know, there's not a killer Santa Claus in that killing people that are naughty. So it doesn't even... Yeah. Well, I, also, too, I think if we're going to think, if we're going to talk about that and to get a little deeper dive into that, if you think about it, like Christmas is supposed to be like a sacred holiday where it's joyful and fun. And these movies completely rip that to shreds, right? That's true. So I think just being as nasty as possible on what's supposed to be the most holiest day or just, you know, <laughs> like, oh, Jesus is here, bleh. Um, <laughs> Not that I care, but you know, here we are. So I, I, I think that the worst they get is probably just kind of a big fuck you to the whole idea of spending on holidays and what the holidays become and and, and how people behave. And and Krampus is the same way, especially at the beginning, like kind of showing how this holiday has become more commercial than it is supposed to be about family and and spirituality and all that shit. So. Yeah, the beginning of Krampus is pretty awesome. With uh, mm-hmm. I, I, every year, I forget where I've seen that from, and then I watch Krampus. I'm like, oh, that's right, that's where this scene is from with the Black Friday and everyone going crazy. And I'm like, it's so sad because it's so true in America. Like everyone goes crazy for uh, Black Christmas. So I can totally see that being why they put that in there. I just I noticed that when I watched all of them because I'd only seen one and two until this year and then I saw three, four, and five and I was like, God, these movies are just so horny. What the fuck? But I guess that does make sense. Yeah, because it is like a you know sacred holiday and stuff like that. So I just thought it was very funny that there's so many boobs in a Christmas movie and so many people dying naked. Um let's see, number do 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 um we're going to number ten. Are we already at number ten? Yes, mm-hmm. we're ten we're at ten. All right, number ten. Yep. All right. So top ten, what do you got, Aid? So I know this this is this movie takes place in thirty days. Obviously, it's in December. We know this. So Christmas is going on. Even though it's not very Christmas forward, it is a very snowy movie. And I chose 30 Days of Night for number 10. Okay. I can so accept that. that. Anything that's cold or snowy or Christmassy is is, is definitely acceptable. Um, yeah, I actually just rewatched that with Gabby recently. And I forgot how much I actually really enjoy that movie. It's a lot of fun. So good. Yeah, I mean, how, ma- so yeah. how many vampire movies do you know that take place in Alaska? I think that's the only one. <laughs> like, it's just well, so much fun. And it's mean and it's just gory. Like, the you know, because usually when you deal with vampires, you, d- you deal with some sort of like sexual sexuality with them. Like you're attracted to them. You want to be them. And they are not this. Right. Um, or you have the Robert monsters. Rodriguez version of vampires where they're gross looking or whatever, but they're still fun. You know, it's like a, yeah. the tone is so different. Like these they're truly are monsters and you know i always go back to that bird's eye view shot where they're you know massacring like just eviscerating everybody in the village and it's just such a beautiful shot where they're attacking all the people and it's like overhead and and such a brilliant movie like i don't know why more people don't love this movie so 
Yeah, I think the uh, contrast too of being completely in white snow and having all the blood, all like you know, contrasting that is is also a smart move because it really makes all the gore pop off the white, and so it, just the location itself is is was very good, but the story itself too is very good because you're right, you don't really see vampires in this gory sort of way. They almost reminded me of like zombies in a way because they were extremely brutal and they were extremely unforgiving. Um, and they also, I loved how they had their own language too, that they speak and, you know, you got subtitles with that. I thought that was very cool. Have you seen that one, mm -hmm. Mikey? I have. It's really good. Um, and during it like has the his boyfriend in it, what? Well, I was going to say during the massacre scene, all I could think about was just how I wanted Josh Hartnett to massacre this pussy. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> he was pretty hot in that movie. I'm like, why is she leaving him? Oh, because it's fucking Alaska and who the hell wants to live there? Oh yeah. forgot. <laughs> I mean, forgot. if Josh Hartnett's there. We could think of some. You could make it warm on. enough there. You you sure could. Yeah, man. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> what else are you gonna do? Seriously, there's nothing else to do there. It's 30 days of night. Actually, I think in real, I think in real life, I think it's about 61 days of complete darkness or something like that. Like, oh my god, mm -hmm. no, no, thank you. Yeah, but the sun doesn't that's go crazy. down in the summer at all. So yeah, it's like, <laughs> so it's like, how do people live there? I, don't I would know. be anyway. I'd be so confused living there. Um. Mm -hmm. All right, my number. T oh my god, I just lost my list. I'm fired. Number ten, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night Five, the toy, uh, the toy maker. That one was extremely silly, and also in, uh, involves what's his face. Um, oh my God, the old guy. What's his name? Mickey Rooney. There we go, Mickey Rooney. I was thinking Mickey Rourke, and I knew that wasn't right. Um, no. But yeah, that <laughs> one was the surprise of I think them all after the first one because uh, you know I read the little subtext about what it's about and how they build these toys to kill kids and i'm like but that's extremely bold for 1991 and it was just so silly and fun and campy and i really enjoyed that one um so that made the list just because uh that was probably the like i said that was the surprise of the sequels for me was was number five so yeah right. i need to give that one more time because when we were doing our silent night deadly night um review on slashers i was excited to get to that one because i've always wanted to see it and then i even bought the blu-ray and then and I got so tired by the time I was done with number four, I didn't have time to finish five. And so like, I have like maybe an hour left and it was funny and it was good, but oh, the, I'm like, I need to start from the beginning. Yeah. The third, yeah. yeah. Third act is where that movie really just like takes off. It's so much fun. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah. yeah. So you have, Definitely so you didn't even finish that one. Yeah, it really is. So you didn't finish that no. one. Oh, okay. You no. To, you will have to let us know when you do. All right, let's see. Number nine, Aid. Okay. Oh, wait, did Mikey do his number 10? No, um, oh, but real quick, it was just Jack Frost. Oh, okay. Lovely. Yeah. Shannon, Shannon Elizabeth. Me too, Sam. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, super young Shannon Elizabeth in that. I think she was like yeah. 19 or 20. <laughs> like, holy shit. Yeah, super young. I don't know. Is it, was that her first? I think that might have been her first movie. It was one um, of her first movies. Yeah, it was. It was very early on in her career for sure. Yeah, and it's like a super funny movie. But I mean, obviously, they knew going into it that it's going to be cheesy. But like, I feel like everybody actually like brought their best to that movie, and I think that's what makes it work. Because sometimes you have movies that we know are going to be cheesy, and people or whoever's making is like, "This is going to be stupid." You know, let's just do it. <laughs> But you can kind of sense that no one really cared or yeah. even like was trying. But in this one, I feel like people actually were like, no, like, let's make a movie. And it doesn't matter if it's going to be about a killer snowman. And it's just it's really good. It's really funny. Um, the shower scene uh, was something I've never seen before. 
Um, I was quite young when that happened. Um, so I don't even know if I knew what was going on during that scene when I first saw it, but, uh, <sighs> it's just, it's unique. It's unique and it's fun. Yeah, no, I agree with you too. Like that that's one of the things I talked about on on the episode we did is like how serious everybody was and how much they were really like trying to act. Like they were all doing a great job and I think that really does yeah. make a like a B movie a whole lot better is like Jason X, like same thing. Like everyone in there is really giving it their all, but it's like such a bad movie at the same time. So I can always appreciate when people yeah. are trying their best. Uh, for a B movie, but yeah, no, I I love Jack Frost. Jack Frost is is so much fun, so much silly fun. Um, yeah. Let's see. So yeah, let's go to Aiden. Do your number nine here. What do you got? Okay, so for number nine, I have The Lodge. Okay. I don't know if you all have seen that yet. Yes, that is a solid have... one. Yeah. Does that? Does have... that okay. Is that Christmas time or is it, it just cold? I can't remember. They're at, no, they're at Christmas. I mean, she's there for Christmas. She's decorating. Oh my god. Um, okay. Oh, I won't yeah, watch it you're again. Right, you're right. You won't watch it again? Why? I, I won't watch it again. I just think it deserves to be mentioned because it is a brutal movie. Like, yeah. it's... Oh, my God. I can't... I, I It gave me a lot of anxiety, which is probably why I won't watch it again. But I think if you're going to be in the Christmas... You know, you want a Christmas horror movie? <laughs> this is like... And plus Alicia Silverstone at the beginning? Like, come on. Oh, I know. She's, <laughs> come on. I love her. It's a really good movie. I debated on having that on my list, um, but it's funny because I, unlike Dead End, I was like, eh, this is okay until the end. And I was like, hmm, good for her. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, good for her. And, and, yeah. and that's the thing. It's like, good. Th- those yeah. kids, oh, I can't even. Ins- I, I don't want to give too much away because if people <laughs> have not seen it yet. I highly recommend you watch it. However, again, it's it's one. Of, not, I don't want to say it's art. Art? How? Yeah. No, I. I. That's like an A twenty four movie, but like it's not. Yeah. It's it's not. I. I could see that being one of their uh, distributed movies, but it's not. So yeah, it's would, the serious horror movie. Serious. <laughs> I serious like that. <laughs> I like it. All right, let's see. Number nine for me. Okay, this is a movie that you may or may not have seen. It is kind of new. Uh, It's a movie called Puka from 2018, Mm -hmm. and it's literally around the holidays, and this guy is a a struggling actor, and he takes a job as a mascot for this hottest new toy, and then shit goes downhill from there. If you haven't seen it, it's one of the uh, Hulu Into the Dark series that they used to do. I don't know if they still do that, but um, it's one of those. Oh, it's cute. I'm Googling it, it now. If you haven't seen it and you have Hulu, I, seriously, like, it doesn't have, it's weird because it does not have great ratings on Letterboxd. Like, it's got like a 2.7 or 2.6, but I think it's great. The storytelling is great. There's a lot of, it's like very psychological and um, it does have a nice conclusion too that kind of wraps everything up. So I, I love that movie. Uh, I don't hear anybody talking about it. So that's definitely one I recommend you have, you see if you have not. So. I think I know why it has bad ratings. Why? And it's probably the reason why I didn't like it. Oh, okay. Um, Do tell. Well, don't spoil. (laughs) Don't spoil. I'm not. Okay. I'm not. It's just, like you said, it's a psychological movie. But when you get into it, because they don't really advertise these movies much for Into the Dark. No, you're um, right. You just kind of go in. They don't. You just kind of go in blind. It looks kind of like either like a killer animatronic or a killer toy or something. Mm -hmm. And like, there's small elements of that, but it, it is more of a psychological horror yeah um the second one however i feel is far better but i think that just separates 
the kind of horror fan you are versus me. Not in a bad way, but you know, the types of horror that people like. Is is the second one a Christmas one as well or no? Is it is like I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> you say it's better than the first one, but you don't even so remember. Good, if it's I can't recall. <laughs> well, now I have to watch it. I'll just watch it. It's fine. I have a the whole se- list of shit to the watch. The second one, yeah. Yeah. The second one is really fun. I okay. think they might have taken on a different holiday because if you don't know, Into the Dark always tackles a holiday, right? Yeah. Even like random ones that you wouldn't think of. And like so the movies are always Day. based around. Yeah. Um. The movies are always based around some sort of holiday. Yeah. So. Okay. I have a whole list of stuff I need to watch because I have like eight days off too. So that's why I'm making this list because mm-hmm. I have so much time to watch shit. Uh. All right, Mikey, you're number nine. What do you got? My number nine, damn she fine, suck up, suck up to me one more time, is going to be While She Was Out with Kim Basinger. Um, Whoa. That's a good one. I don't know. Yes. I am a huge fan of seeing particularly most of the time they're women who are kind of taken advantage of and mentally abused a little bit kind of get theirs and so you know she's part of this family where everyone takes advantage of her she's kind of very mousy and shy and um what's the word i'm thinking of um where you don't stick up for yourself uh so she's going christmas shopping yeah a pushover so she goes christmas shopping so she's dealing with all this shit from people at the mall and she's just, you know, doesn't stick up for herself. And then she gets attacked by a group of boys in the woods and um, she quickly learns her self-worth and gains confidence with her and her little red toolbox as she has to basically fight her way and kill her way out of the forest. So okay. it's really good. All right. I've, I've never even heard of that one. So, uh, and it's on Tubi. So that's another one I'll add to the list. Wow. Kim... Oh, thank God. Cause I was actually thinking I need to rewatch it, but I didn't <laughs> like last year. It wasn't showing anywhere. So I'll have to rewatch it. It says it's on Tubi. So, okay. All right. That's on the list. 86 minutes to in and out. I like it. Wow. I'm learning. Mm-hmm. I'm learning a lot today. I love this. All right. Let's go to <laughs> aid and oh shit on the uh, eighth day of Christmas. Frightmares brought to you. What do you have aid? Oh, for the eighth day of Christmas. Sorry, I was just Googling that movie because I know I'd seen it, um, but I, I haven't seen it in a while, so I want to watch it again. Actually, number eight is just Silent Night, the remake, the reboot. Okay, and we already talked about yep, that. So. Cool. Okay. My number eight is Krampus or Krampus, however you'd like to say it. Uh, I mean, that one kind of speaks for itself. It's a lot of fun. It's got a stacked cast. It's got great practical mm. effects. Michael Doherty is a fucking genius. I uh, really hope he actually gets to do Trick or Treat too. Uh, but yeah, I mean, don't really even need to talk about that one. If you haven't seen it, I mean, go check it out for sure. It's definitely great. But uh, that's a pretty well-known horror movie that we don't really need to uh, cover. So, Mikey, what do you have for your number eight? Well, Austin, we are twins because mine is also Krampus. Oh! But <laughs> it, nice. it would have been higher. And this is my only complaint about Krampus is it would have been higher if they brought if it was rated R, basically, like, I know we yeah. want to have the kids enjoy stuff, but trick or treat was so violent and visceral and brutal. And I kind of wanted that to translate into Krampus, um, but it didn't. But it's fine as it is. Olivia likes it. So, hey, there's a movie we can watch together with, you know, it's still <laughs> scary, but it's not so scary that, you know, she's going to like flip a shit so there would have been so many good kills to uh, add gore to like when they get sucked down into the into the snow they could like so much blood could have like poured up so yeah i agree with you if it was R, yeah, yeah if it was R, it probably would be higher for me as well and even the naughty cut that scream factory did 
there's a couple extra added scenes of gore and like some language, but it's like I think it's like a two minute difference, so it's not really even worth it in my opinion. But totally agree. Yeah. I wish it was R. Um, all right, so we're on to our number seven on the seventh day of uh, Christmas. Frightmares brought to you. Aid number seven. Black Xmas, and not this is the uh, the second remake from two thousand six. Yes, not from nineteen. Uh, the 1974 so black Xmas, and i just really quickly we had covered all of the black christmases years ago on sasha's podcast for our patreon episode and um we all were assigned a different one and i i obviously want to talk about the old one but the new the this one i didn't like back in the day i didn't like it when i saw it i was pissed because because you know i love the first one so much you know to see this one is such a stark contrast but, you know, Doug kind of sold me on rewatching it again and upon rewatching it a couple of years ago. So thanks, Dougie. But <laughs> upon rewatching it, I just, oh, my God, it's so great. It's so sleazy. It's disgusting. It's fun. And all the actresses, I forget how many actresses that are in this movie that I love. Oliver Hudson is in it as well. And he's such a fucking scumbag. I mean, it really encapsulates 2006. Like when you watch early 2000s horror you know what you're going to get yourself into, right? I mean, there's misogyny, there's disgusting, there's homophobia, there's this, there's that. It's so awful, but it's just grimy and gross and fun. And it's like only that time could get away with it, I think. Yeah. Like we can't make this movie again. Like there'd be Ooh. no way. Oh, no, no way. Again. Okay. And not that I'm excusing any of the bad things about it because there are a lot mm -hmm. of problems I have with it. I'm not excusing it at all, but it is such a, it's still such a, uh, I fucking love it. And so if you guys haven't seen it, cause I know Austin, I think you said you didn't like it. Yeah. You there was a, it. there's a whole, there's a whole plot point I wasn't too fond of, but you know, like I said, I always do give movies at least, and I've only seen that one time. So I will, I will give that one another watch for sure and see if anything changes because time does change things. It's weird. I watch movies, you know, four <laughs> years ago and then I rewatch them now and I'm like, Oh, like black Christmas is one of them. The original, we'll get into that when we get to it on my list. But yeah, it's one of those ones that, I did not like and did not like, and finally one day it just clicked. So it does happen. Yeah. Opinions do change for sure. Lacey Chabert is in it. We've got Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in it. I mean, it is like such a good cast. And so, you know, if you've ever looked at this or you hated it back in the day, I think every watch is, especially with the, the fucking piece of shit we got afterwards, like this one <laughs> is amazing. So anyways. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Uh, let's see. My number seven is a, you know, Christmas adjacent. It takes place on Christmas Eve. It's a movie from 2007 called P2. I love this movie. Super underrated. Very contained. Very graphic. Uh, very fucked up. But uh, yeah, that is definitely one of my favorites to to watch during the Christmas season. So I don't know if either one of you have seen P2. If you have, excellent. If you have not, definitely check it out. I, yeah, I I've seen P2. Yet. I just remember boobs. <laughs> I, I love what's his name. And so I I feel like I've seen it. Like I know I've seen pieces of it. I know I've seen it, but I don't remember anything about it. And I always say every year I'm going to watch it and never do. So I really need to watch it this year because... Yeah, Wes Bentley um, is the guy you're thinking of. Wes Bentley. Oh, oh yeah, my God. He's, so he's fucking gorgeous. Those eyes. Every time I'm like, <laughs> I would do anything you tell me to, Wes. Let me just say. This it's is like, a good yeah. movie, but this is one of those movies that frustrates me because, like you said, he is attractive. Um, and my thing is, <laughs> fake it until you have an out. 
Yeah. And with Wes Bentley, it would not be hard to fake no. it. And I'm sorry if that sounds like I'm <laughs> gaslighting women who have been through this situation. But to me, if my life was on the line and this guy who's actually kind of attractive was like really into me and wanted to like court me and traps me and could possibly murder me, I'm going to play along until I have a way to get out. Yeah. Yeah, that's like that episode of Gotham with Milo Ventimiglia where she wakes up the next day with him because he's like into like BDSM and all of that. And she wants to leave and he's like, no. And I'm like, bitch, just get one more lay in and then figure <laughs> out a way yeah. to get out. Get the fuck out. He's going to have to take a shit sometime. Exactly. And he's fucking hot as fuck. Like, hello. Oh, I mean, my I mean, I know that's horrible, but <laughs> if you're going to get a good lay, you can't just pass up a good lay like that. You can't do it, especially on the holidays. Anyway. <laughs> Tis the season for giving, uh, like Mikey said earlier. Uh, <laughs> Mikey, you're number seven. What do you got? Hang on one second. That is not a movie Mikey. that I've ever seen. Please explain. Mikey has children. So. Sorry, we had a we had a surprise appearance. Um, on the seventh day of Christmas, I have brought to you um, the Advent Calendar, which is only a couple years old. Um, it's a really good one. I thought it was pretty creepy because I noticed a lot of the movies on my list aren't actually very scary. Um, this one probably is, where a girl gets a old school. And I remember watching it, and like her friend gives her this old school huge Advent calendar. And I'm like, that's kind of a weird gift, but okay, thanks. <laughs> um, and uh, she's in a wheelchair. And so like, as the things start coming out, I don't remember the full details because it's been a couple of years since I've seen it, but like bad it shit starts happening. <laughs> Was it last year? Yeah, yeah. 2021, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's on Shudder too. Oh, putting it on oh, the watch list. I'm going to watch that. I love Ooh. that. The cover is beautiful yeah, with it's her got in a, her wheelchair. It's got a 3.1 out of 5 too. Okay, that's that's some solid ratings right there. So y'all give me shit about the year, but I can't give y'all shit for being good horror fans and keeping on track of the most recent Shudder uh, releases. That's fine. <laughs> I recommend. Oh, uh, oh, sorry. Um, I highly recommend it, especially since a lot of the stuff on our list is going to be older stuff. So it's really cool to have newer stuff to add. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That's not Christmas, bloody Christmas, um, but definitely the advent calendar. Feel free to enjoy and pop it on it's really great oh my okay. goodness there seems to be some attractive men in it as well so <laughs> that's exciting well that's why it's number seven hmm. <laughs> all right well on the sixth day of christmas what does aid have for us well i had to do it i again christmas adjacent it's in the snow the thing oh perfect so. perfect we just did that the on our last so episode great. it is one of the greatest ever I know. Yeah. I was so like, I love how Jake was like, oh, I'll be on that episode. I'm like, you motherfucker. I'm like, ah. I know. <laughs> but was he? No, because no, he, he got sick. Poor guy. It's just so funny because mm-hmm. I never see him in the text and he's like, I'll be on the thing. I'm like, dude, of course. You're always welcome. And then he got sick with uh, a god. I don't even know what that was. He was coughing up phlegm mm-hmm. and blood and I hope he's okay. Is he okay? Is he, is he gotten he's better? He's fine. Okay. He's, he's good. Fine. He, I think he just stresses himself out. He and Doug were just doing a little video at the movie theater recently. So. Oh, I see. I saw that yesterday. Yeah. Okay. So he's yeah. Good. that's right. All right. Uh, number six for me is a little hidden gem uh, that most people may not know of, but it's got Christmas evil from 1980. It is such a different style of Christmas horror movies and it's, you know, 42 years old. So uh, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. 
it's different um and then the, it has a very wild ending too so i recommend that if you haven't seen it it's actually currently streaming on shutter and tubi if you'd like to check it out so um, yeah i i just watched that one actually yeah. after um when i was decorating the tree i had it on and dan woke up from his nap and then he's watching it he's like what's going on it's, I never it's saw a wild him. movie so excited to, to watch a horror movie boom okay i was like okay i left it on for him and i went and did other things like <laughs> i you know i like because when i'm decorating her i'm doing stuff in christmas i just put on christmas horror movies like yeah. that's my, my comfort hell yeah so. all right mikey what do you got for number six for number six i was conflicted um but i think i'm gonna say a christmas horror story uh i really like it okay i really besides the krampus and krampus i think the krampus and the christmas horror story is the runner-up for the best krampus in a film look wise yeah um there's amazing stories in it and i'm not even gonna say i wish they were feature film uh, length because sometimes they just work better as short stories and like the one with the kid who is in the forest is really creepy um it's like just, the golem thing, yeah. Yeah, like, like oh. I, I forgot what it's called, but there's like a what is it called? There's a creature that replaces your child. Oh, a, yeah, cha- a changeling. Golem. Yeah, changeling. Changeling. Yeah. changeling. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> Golems from Lord of the Rings, aid. Um, so- <laughs> I do like that name though. That's cooler than changeling. Changeling is a fucking weird word to say. So I like Gollum. I'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it is it's it's very good. And the wraparound story itself is really good also. So definitely recommend that. It's probably the only anthology on my my list. Is uh so, isn't Advent Calendar is that not an anthology? No, it's oh. a full feature film. Oh, okay. Um just as a special side note, my number my alternate number six was Santa's Slay. I won't elaborate. I just love that one also. Okay. Hmm. That's what I need to watch. Uh if you want to watch Christmas Horror Story, that is on Shudder though, if you want to check that out. I've seen that once and I need to revisit that. So it's on Shudder, yeah. It's so fucking good. What an amazing like I, I, I was really shocked because I didn't want to watch it. And Dan's like, oh let's just put this on. This is years ago. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, I love this movie. Like, you know, because anthologies are fun. I think if you don't want to watch sit for an entire movie, yeah. It's it for a few of the stories and come back to it later and it yeah. doesn't take away from anything so anthology and if great. you're a fan of joe bob he covers it in this last um the mm. the last christmas special that's right he does and the, he also did uh don't open till christmas right that is gonna be on no one's list i'm telling you now oh okay i've never <laughs> seen it so <laughs> it's not on mine i i, I you know saw who's it there it's you know not whose it'll mine. be you know whose it'll be on is micah's of course <laughs> of course <laughs> And like any any sleazy thing, like I just know, like Santa Slay, which is why I'm surprised you said that, because like Micah loves that movie too. And I'm oh, like, it's oh, so fun. But you know, I'm not <laughs> I'm not really a big fan of. Um, let me make sure I pronounce it correctly, because I make fun of the guy who doesn't so much that I started saying it the way he does. I'm not a big fan of Jallo, 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 Jallo films, and so it was kind of very Jallo. Don't open till Christmas. Um, uh, so that's probably why I didn't like it. If you like you probably will like it but i'll probably just check it out just because it's the season but uh i don't know it's the season uh let's go to or what are we top five already all right what do you got on the fifth day of christmas aid brought to us apparently i like it a little bit more than mikey does is a christmas horror story hey (laughs) all right i like it just a little bit more. Uh, number five for me is the original Silent Night, Deadly Night. We've covered that plenty, so we don't need to go into that. I just love that movie. It's great. And uh, yes, I will agree, Billy is extremely attractive. Uh, Mikey, what do you got for number five? 
So number five, let me take you all the way to Spain to cover Un Cuento de Navidad, or also a Christmas story. Um, it is about these children who I'm thinking are probably like maybe 11-ish that, and it has the little girl from Pan's Labyrinth in it um, when she was younger. So they're in the woods and they make a hole and like, no, they find a hole in the ground and there's a Santa down there. Yes. Mm. Yes. Um <laughs> It's There's so a Santa good. The whole yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. Um, and this Santa is not um, a nice Santa, and it has a really cool climax that takes place at an abandoned theme park, and the ending is really fucked up. Um, so if you haven't heard of it, there's a series called. Um, I believe six films to keep you awake, or s- something about. It's a film collection and they're all Spanish movies. One of them is called The Baby's Room. That's also really scary. So look into that series. Um, It might be, the title might be in Spanish, which I think is like seis películas para no dormir. Um, But they're all really good and they're subtitled. And I don't know Spanish, so don't think that I can translate Mm. everything for you. Um, But it's super good and I highly recommend it. Yeah, that's uh, actually we did that one. Last, so the, how I found out about that one is the fact that the director, his name is Paco Plaza, and he also did Rec, like the Rec series. He did Rec One and Rec Two, and I was looking through his stuff that he directed, and he did it's yeah, you know, it's called uh, Quinto de Navidad, a Christmas Tale, and I was like, oh, that sounds fun, and it's from you know it's a three point three. So we did that one last year, and I was like, that was a surprise, a little Christmas uh, horror movie. That was a lot of fun. So I I I can back you up on that. A lot of fun. Definitely check it out if you've not seen it. It is. Uh, it's fun, but the ending is bleak. It's That's very. It's, it's a very bleak ending. So be prepared. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Number four, aid on the fourth day of Christmas. What do you have for us? On the fourth day of Christmas. Hold on. I just closed out of it. <laughs> All right. I have I'm Gremlins. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gremlins. So- I mean, is there anything more quintessential about Christmas? Like it, it could be it could be a lot gorier, obviously. But I think that it just kind of like it just makes you feel Christmas. Like yeah, the beginning is New York City. He goes and picks up uh, Gizmo and all of that. But once you get to the town and you hear the Christmas song and the snow and Corey Feldman running around as a Christmas tree, like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just so good. It it's so good. And it just, I I think it just makes me happy. It's probably one of the first horror movies I watched, you know, growing up, especially because, you know, when you're a kid, there's only so many things that you're quote a lot of, like nobody watched us back then. Like, let's be real i don't know well probably austin because he had you know obviously vigilant parents but yeah yeah you know, back in the day for me like no i picked out a movie and my parents let me get it like they didn't even look at the box like who gives it you know nobody gave a fuck so yeah. it's just it's fun it, it i mean yeah it is and it's also you have to remember too it's directed by joe dante written by chris columbus who is the god of all christmas movies you know horror or not you know, you know he's written so many christmas movies and then it's produced by spielberg it's like okay that's like a trifecta of perf- perfectness. Like, yeah, I don't need anything else. And then you add the practical effects into the mix, and it's just one of those movies that will always stand the test of time. So, yeah, Gremlins is absolutely one of the, one of the greatest. Um, oh, for sure. We were on number four. Okay, my number four is something from 2007, another 
Christmas adjacent movie because it takes place on Christmas Eve. I believe it is a French movie and it's called Inside. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen Ooh, it's Inside. Mikey's favorite. Really? <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Oh, you haven't seen it. You're the no. one who has to do it for no fun February. <laughs> I know because I haven't seen it. <laughs> it is fucking absolutely brutal, um, but it's very, very well done. It's one of my favorites. Not even just the Christmassy movies, just one of my favorites in general. It is. It's a wild ride. Just be prepared. If you're going to watch it and you haven't seen it, just be prepared for extreme amounts of gore and uh, be prepared to be upset because it's not a fun movie. It's like not fun, but it's like it's it's like a, to me, it's a masterpiece. But you have to be in the mood to want to watch one of those uh, types of movies. So especially yeah. French, like that French, oh <laughs> French God, extremism. extreme Bro. is just. Yeah, it, it just. Oh, have you seen like, Raw? Yes, yeah. I've yeah. seen Raw. I love oh, Raw. God. Raw is actually a lot of fun. Yeah. It's Raw just... I can deal with. I don't think Inside is very fun. I think Inside it's not is fun. Just, <laughs> feel awful the entire time. It's so not it's fun. It's like high tension, the same thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh my God. So, like, who hurt I don't know. you guys? Who hurt you? Oh, was it us in the wars, maybe? Is that why you're so angry? Oh my God. Because, yeah, every single French movie I watch, I'm like, they're so upset. And these movies are just so horrific. In every possible way. So, yeah. just be- It's such a beautiful language, though, it, right? Yes. So you're, you're watching these yeah. horrific things while they're speaking so eloquently. And you're like, That's oh. the trade-off. That's the trade-off. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The only thing, I, I you know, I've never dated a French guy, though, because, like, when they speak English, their accent, meh. It's hard to understand. I, I, you know, I can't Very lie. But- <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, my last name's French. Oh, well, my first name is French, so. Your first name's dumb. Um, wow. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Fucking shots fired. Mikey's I'm upset because Mikey. he has to go last in the list. That's why he's being pissy. <laughs> no. I don't even know what number we're on. We're on number <laughs> oh, yeah, four, whatever. Mikey. What do you have for number four? Um, did you, you oh yours was inside, right? Yes. Um funny that yours involves pregnancy because mine also involves pregnancy. Mm. Um and some people get mm. mad when I mention this movie. I'll tell you why in a second, but it's I don't know what year. Red Christmas. Uh oh, with um D Wallace. Yeah, D Wallace. Okay. And maybe maybe she's the reason why I think it's so great, but it's essentially about an abortion that failed. Yeah. And the guy is like deformed and comes to find D Wallace, who's his mom, who's celebrating Christmas with her family, and she rejects him and he tries to kill her. A lot of people say that that's like anti abortion sub messages, but I mean, I don't really think so. No, no, I think that it's. It's a plot point, you know what I mean? Like it's. Yeah. It's not like it's there to just be there. It is kind of the central focus of the plot. So I don't, I don't see it being that at all. I just thought it was great. It's gory. Um, they have a lot of Christmas aesthetic throughout the movie. D. Wallace does amazing. And the story's just fucked up. And I love the way that they have that guy. They're always hiding his face and his voice is really off. Like, it's obviously, um, what is it, adr But, like, they do it in a way where it's like, maybe it's not. But it sounds really weird. But I thought it was great. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, it's definitely it. Yeah, I think I liked it for D. Wallace and the gore as well because you know, D. Wallace is fantastic. Um, but yeah, there was also a lot of good gore. But I could see why people, you know, may not like that one just because of the context of things. But uh, if you do want to watch it, Peacock and Tubi, uh, it has it has it there. So be you know, feel free to check that out. 
Um, let me go back to my list here. All right, we're going to aid with our number three. We're at the top three here. What do you oh, have goodness. for number top three? three? Number three. Well, we already talked about it. Krampus. I put Krampus at number three. Oh, perfect. Okay. Uh, and, and the biggest reason too is it's very oh, i'm only gonna keep talking because my key ran away um <laughs> but the big reason is is that it is accessible it's a very accessible horror film it's family friendly i love the little boy so cute like if i had a son like i hope my son looks like him he's so cute <laughs> um and he was a nice boy like you know he was nice and he loved his grandma and all this shit like i just think that a tony and of course anything tony collette touches Anything that woman touches is amazing. Yeah. So gold. I, seriously, I you know, and it's and that was my biggest gripe with it upon seeing it before I saw it. I was pissed that it was PG thirteen. I was pissed. I was fucking mad because I knew that they were gonna and I don't really think they dialed it down too much. I mean, because we do have good PG thirteen horror. We've got the ring. I mean, some of the images like the jack in the box and the and the in the um, attic when it eats it's the girl creepy, thank yeah. god because i fucking hated those kids <laughs> you know and and but it, it makes you cry like i watched it recently when i was wrapping presents so i was sitting in front of the tv watching it and i always like i always tear up and start crying when <laughs> i'm gonna cry now thinking about it <laughs> when she's like she's holding on to him and she's like i love you and then they take her away <laughs> i can't do it so i just think it's very even though you hate these people, and this is like, this is all of us, right? You hate your fucking family sometimes. They're so fucking, or you've got family members you can't fucking stand. <laughs> but when something happens, you're like, oh my God, I don't want you to go. Like, I don't want yeah. you, you know what I mean? It's emotional. So, yeah. It's definitely emotional. It's very emotional. And you know, I let you meet, I'm very emotional. So obviously, I picked this one at my top. So that's a good anyway. one, though. No, I agree. Krampus is, 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 is a lot of fun. It's definitely something we watch every year. It's it's a lot of fun. So uh, my number three is Jack Frost. And we already talked about that. So we can continue on to Mikey's number three. My number three is Black Xmas from 2006. Oh, you know, Aid, Aid went over most of the points. But the only things I want to say about it is I love it as a sequel, not a remake, because they expand yes. on the lore of Agnes. Um, it's disgusting. It's everything that the original Black Christmas is not, which is gory, like extremely violent, um, just, you know, but they keep what, what and this is, this is, uh, all filmmakers take note. Um, they keep the Christmas aesthetic alive heavily because oh, both throughout. the original, yes, the original and this one both are very Christmassy. Um, this movie is one that I always wrap presents to because it makes me want to drink wine. And mm-hmm. so I literally, when everyone's out of the house and I have to start wrapping presents, I pour myself some red wine and I put on Black Xmas and I watch Michelle Trachtenberg get iced in the face with a ski. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, I forgot. Yes, she's in it too. I love yeah. her. So. Yeah. Harriet no, I... the Spy No More. No, not anymore. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? Oh, fun fact. She used to date Chris Brown of Trapped, and he's been in a lot of trouble because Ooh. he's like a big Trump supporter, and he's Ooh. always on Twitter talking shit. Oh, my so, goodness. Um, and I, I, I only mentioned that because I was obsessed with Trapped, because he's mm-hmm. hot. But I used to be obsessed with Trapped back in high school, and um, unfortunately, now I don't listen to him anymore because he's a fucking asshole but she used to date him so there you go yeah. interesting i love the juicy gossip we have here it's she's great May, yeah that's what <laughs> is known for apparently so juicy gossip um well when you have mikey and eight on your show you have to expect some of it so. yes, yeah it, it just comes it comes yes i love it it's it's something that uh keeps it entertaining for sure so and i did not know that either um 
Let's see. Where are we at? I'm lost already. Oh, number two. <laughs> Holy shit. Number two. Number two. Number two. What do you got, Aid? Number two, I actually have the original 1974 starring Olivia Hussey, Margot Kidder, Black Christmas. Oh, my God. Oh. That's what I have, too. That's not your number one? It isn't. What? It isn't. I'm excited said, to talk about number you one. You said that's your favorite, though. Like, that's your... It is my favorite. Oh, shit. Well, that's it my number my two favorite, as well. It is my favorite, but it's not my most favorite interesting okay yeah this watch for me a couple days ago um because i think i had this at like a three five uh well you posted the other day i was very shocked that you hadn't liked it more and it really like i'm glad that you do now because i don't know what it was like i just i don't know if because like uh, there's a lot of times when i'm watching a movie if i'm not entertained immediately i kind of just tune out which is not fair uh, because this one, it's not that it's slow, but it does build suspense like the for most of the movie. And there's a lot of stuff going on in the background that you really need to be paying attention to. But I just yeah. got it. Yeah, I got it on this one. Plus, you know, it's 70s. So you've got great camera work. You've got great acting. So this one, Ugh. finally this year, it clicked. And I was like, I understand now why everyone loves this movie. So, yes, that's my number two as well. It's just so it's so good. 70s horror, obviously, we all know this. Um, if you listen to Slash's podcast, 70s horror is my favorite. And this is one of my favorite 70s horror films because because of just the aesthetic because of the conversations and the way that they're speaking to each other the way that we're dealing with these horror like i mean we're talking about abortion in the 70s for christ's sake i mean there's just so many elements and it's very feminist i believe and it's just so that dealing with all of these women they all have layers to them it's not like a typical slasher where you don't really care about anybody and so when they die you're happy you actually care, like even Margot Kidder's, uh, you know, Barb's character. She's a drunk. I mean, oh, she's my favorite. <laughs> she might be a little like me, but uh, you know, she has some problems. We know this, and the thing is, is like we know that she's not inherently an eat like mean person. She's just she's suffering, like she's hurting, and you have all of these things going on, and then you have the boyfriend who's a fucking nutbag, and then you have oh all, like it literally, it, it, and then the house mother getting drunk all day. Like it's just <laughs> there's just so many. Fa- Assets to this film and then when they were we're at the um john saxon when we're at the police precinct and the guy getting shot in the ass with the bug shot like you know like and the little girl being murdered in the park like we don't realize like and you know you watch this i've watched this movie a million times and like only recently a couple of years ago i realized billy probably k- killed that little girl first mm-hmm. and then went to the house oh yeah and so like you know you don't get that in horror anymore you don't get this it's just, you don't get this. You're never going to get it again. Yeah. They're, they're, we're not going to get. So Black Christmas from 2020, wherever the fuck you are, you can suck my dick because <laughs> you will never be this. Anyway. Sorry. No, you're fine. No, I like it's like <laughs> I, I enjoyed it for what it was. But obviously, it is, it, 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 you know, it's not it's nothing compared to the original now that I now that I finally understand it. But there there is a lot going on in Black Christmas and there's a lot of character development and there's just so much to the story itself that. I think that's why I didn't really appreciate it because I wasn't really looking at it for the story. I wanted to be entertained. You know what I mean? But like if you if you really look at it for the story and how much is going on, it's 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 good. Like it's it's, it's really scary. good. It's it's and it's, it's creepy too. Yeah, especially getting calls from you know Billy and all the shit he says and like let me lick your pretty pink cunt and in then, the seventies like, too. Like thing. Yeah, and that... then right before he hangs up, he's like, "I'm gonna kill you," and then yeah, just... Barb poked the bear. <laughs> And I just like it just gives you chills. Like yeah. what other movies can do that? It's just I don't know. Yeah, this Anyways. one this one provides like sheer panic and terror for me, at least watching it now. So 
Um, Mikey, please tell me your number two is Black Christmas. That would be fucking crazy. It's not. Damn it. Um, <laughs> that would have been crazy. <laughs> what is it? My, my number two is Rare Exports. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, it's been a while since I've seen that. that yeah, one. it's been a while since I've seen that one. That's why I didn't include it because I haven't rewatched it. But yes, Rare Exports. Thank you for including that. Of course, it's super good. It's super fun. It's like it's okay for children because it's not over. I mean, I guess there is a bunch of naked old men in it, but like when you <laughs> they're tittery. I don't think so. <laughs> um, but it's so it's so weird because we're in we're you know it's it's I forgot where it takes place, but like we see a village that we are not used to seeing where people don't live by each other at all, and everyone's kind of like a working class. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's just so secluded from what we would typically think of like as a regular population. And then the twist happens at the end and it's just really fun and great and thrilling and adventurous. Um, I highly recommend it. It's Finland, by the way. I can't believe how old it is because I feel like I've just watched this movie. It's like, it's like 10 years old, right? I watched it 12 years old. It's 2010. I watched it 12 years ago. Oh, shit. Wow. Last time I saw it, I feel like I just saw this movie. Oh, my God. I didn't realize it was that old. I figured at least maybe 10, but 2000, yeah, yeah, 2010. Holy shit. Wow. We're getting old, gentlemen. Oh, goodness. I don't like it. I'm not. You'll never age, Mikey. I know. I'm aging like (laughs) J-Lo. I mean, yes. (gasps) Ah. Totally. Just let me let me have that fantasy in my head. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, well, this is it, guys. This is it. Our number one Christmas holiday horror movie. I'm I'm nervous, Aid. What do you have? What do you have? I have Batman Returns. What? <laughs> what? I love I love how you I knew you guys were gonna fight me on this. No, I'm not gonna fight you. I just need I need an explanation. I need explanation. Right, firstly, first you know, it's not listed as horror, but um so I, I thought one of my favorite artists is Adam Michael. Shout out Adam's Art Box if you guys want to follow him. I have I have the a uh, couple of paintings. Of course, I have Catwoman all bloodied up and cut up and stuff by the end with her whip with her hair all crazy, right? That's yes. Michelle oh, Pfeiffer. And then I the have the, uh, a painting of uh, Michelle Pfeiffer and Michael Keaton dancing at the at Shrek's party. So one of the biggest things is that it yes, it's Tim Burton film. It is scary. Like I grew up watching this. This came out in 92, 91, 92, 92, 92. And I, I still have the VHS tape. It's one of my favorite VHS tapes. Like you have the Batman, Catwoman and Penguin on the cover. And Penguin is fucking disgusting. Like he, when he bites the guy's nose and all the blood comes squirting out, like oh, there's yeah. a lot of, there. it is, it is gory. And yeah. for a PG-13 film, at the end, they're trying to kidnap all the kids and murder them. Like, it is not, it is not a, a happy, you know, hor- uh, superhero movie. Yeah. And I never thought of it that way. Especially dealing with Michelle Pfeiffer's, um, you know, Selena Kyle and, you know, that she's basically being gaslit and abused by all these men in her life. And then she finally has her comeuppance and there's a lot of sexuality to it. There's a lot of, you know, and, and it's all happening at Christmas time, yeah. which makes it even better because the snow is falling. Like, it's just it's such a beautiful film. And uh, it makes me sad that we didn't have that tone and aesthetic, you know, follow us with uh, Batman Forever, mm-hmm. even though Tim Burton still produced it. You know, the fact that he didn't direct it, you can definitely tell. Um, the music, obviously, is very Tim Burton, very Danny Elfman, like, very, like, you know, it's just, it's bleak, it's sad, it's 
It's just like at the beginning, Pee Wee Herman dropping the baby in the basket in the water, like killing the baby. They think that he's dead and he's not. And the penguins go and save him. Like, <laughs> so this is like a horror. This is like a hot take on horror. It's like, cause it's not listed as horror, but when you really it's break not. it, when you yeah. break it down and think about it, it's like, you know, real world horror. Like all the actions that they're doing are kind of horrific and fucked up. Yeah, and the penguin is—he's horrifying. Of course, especially he is. the end where he's bleeding out of his mouth, and he's like, "I'm gonna murder you momentarily." And he he grabs the wrong umbrella, and he's like, "Oh shit, I picked a cute one," and then he drops dead. <laughs> like, Holy shit! Okay. And then when Shrek when Shrek gets electrocuted, Christopher fucking Walken is in this movie. When he gets electrocuted, and Batman's looking for Catwoman, and he pulls all the shit up, and you see. What happens to Shrek? Like he's completely fried, and his eyes are poking out. It's so fucking scary. Like those are there's a lot of horrific images in this film, and like people don't realize. Like okay, it's I a can, horror movie. I can uh, I think I can back you up on this because like you know you know you go by IMDb or Letterboxd or whatever and action fantasy blah blah blah. But yeah, if I mean you know if you break it down, you can you can make a hard a hard case that it is definitely slightly horror adjacent because of all the stuff that's going on in this, and I, I have to agree with that. Okay. Weirdly enough, yeah, I I have to agree. It's never really been pointed out in that way, just because I watch it every year. With you know, it's one of me and uh, Gabby's favorite movies to watch during Christmas. But you know, saying this, it kind of does make sense. It does make sense yeah. that it could be considered some some vein of horror. Do you know why Tim Burton didn't direct the third one? By the way, or I forget. I I thought I did back in the because day. it was yeah. So Batman Returns was too dark. They thought it was too dark. And they they wanted it to be more actiony and comic booky, so that's why they switched directions and let what's his face direct three and four. I can't remember what his Schumacher, name is. Right? Schumacher, right? Schumacher, yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's exactly why they didn't let him do three because they thought his Batman was just too dark. It was just too too brutal, and we're like, but that's what we want. Like- that's yeah, that's who Batman is. Batman is not a fun. Not a, I yeah. think of all the, the superheroes, Batman's probably the the most. Uh, I guess he has the most internal conflict and he has real no super power. Yeah, he's, he's just, just rich. He's a man. Yeah. And he has money. Yeah, yeah that's it. And he's... so I've always loved Batman for that reason. And I mean, Catwoman, just Michelle Pfeiffer. That is performance any... is this the best. There is no better Catwoman. No. I, I honestly, in my opinion, no better Catwoman. Who played her in the most recent one? I can't remember. And in, in like, uh, Zoe the... Kravitz. She was good for sure, but. <laughs> She was good. She yeah, was good, but, but yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer is absolutely going to be the the end all be all for Catwoman for me. Like I wanted um, to be her. She was my hero growing up, and she's the villain. And I think that it, it says a lot to the film, especially for characters like that, because they are anti heroes. But at the end of the day, we are all flawed, and she is this part of that. So, yeah, anyways, hers- not to get deep. No, I love it. I love it. That's I love this take on on uh, Batman Returns. Now I will absolutely have to relay this to Gabby and see what she thinks. Um, so going to my number one real quick, it's something we've already talked about. It's Gremlins. It, it's just the perfect holiday movie, in my opinion. It's got, you know, a perfect mix of comedy, of not really gore, but like, you know, practical effects. And it's just, it's perfect. I just love it. So that's my favorite one of the year or of the, uh, you know, just ever. I just, it's something I watch every year and it's just so much fun. So Gremlins is my number one. Mikey, your number one. What Last, but certainly not least. Absolutely not My least. My number one is going to be the original Black Christmas. Hey! Um, <laughs> only because Woo! this is a slasher movie that I hold standard to any future slasher movies. So every time I'm about to watch a slasher movie, I'm like, oh, they could have done it better like this. Like Black <laughs> Christmas did it. Could have been Black um, Christmas. I think it is terrifying, 
you know, even to this day, every time I watch it, I still get like goosebumps when they get those phone calls. Um, so it's it's just something that kind of stands the test of time in terms of things that can still be creepy and scary. I yeah, agree. Creepy, yeah. scary, and not heavily reliant on gore to make you scared either. And yeah. I think that's what the seventies, the seventies horror to me will always be superior for that reason. Um, and I love gore. I love gore. Don't get me wrong. I love it. But you don't always need it, especially yeah. if you have atmosphere and you have something scary. So yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. I, obviously, Black Christmas is my favorite, but I was watching Batman Returns way before that. And I only watched Black Christmas, I think, when Andrew's Scariest Movie Moments came out and we had gotten in. This was like back into like the early 2000s. And I really enjoyed it. And then the new one came out and I got to stop. But anyway. <laughs> but I love it now. So we're good. The Black Xmas. Xmas. And yeah, I need to, uh, that was on both of your top 10. So I definitely, that's going to be the first thing I rewatch today or tomorrow. It's on Stars right now. So if you have Stars, you can watch it. I actually own it. Wait, it's on Stars? Oh, I'll just do it there. I own the DVD, but I'd rather have some form of an HD version of it. But Mm -hmm. I definitely need to rewatch that now. And then I have a whole bunch of other things I need to watch as well. So this will keep me busy over the next. Oh yeah, and eight Andrea days. Martin, who plays Phil in the old one, she's the house mother in the new one, which mm-hmm. I, I love. So in the and she's also in twenty nineteen um, one. Big Fat Creek Wedding. So Andrea wait, the twenty nineteen one or the twenty two thousand six one? Twenty two thousand six. Oh so, yeah. okay, okay. She's the house mother. So Very it's interesting. Cute, cute seeing Phil again, you know. I like. Yeah, him. she definitely looks better. <laughs> she looks better in two thousand six than she did in nineteen seventy four. I will say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she had that. She had that bad perm and those. Glasses, bless her heart, and her little grandma nightgown. I don't know what they were thinking. Um, but anyway. Merry Love Christmas, it. everyone. Yes. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Love the list. You guys absolutely had some some very surprising but awesome answers. I love that's what I like about doing top 10 lists because I never know what, you know, even when I have my top 10 at the end of the year with my co host, it's like I still don't know what it's going to be. So it's always a fun thing to do. Um, so thank you guys for being on this episode. I'm very excited to post this one because it's something a little different. Um, Aid or Mikey, please tell everyone where they can find you on the social media. Either one. All right. Well, I guess you can find us on uh, on Instagram at Slashers Pod or Facebook Slashers Podcast. If you want to support us monetarily, uh, patreon.com slash Slashers Pod. And our incentive this month, if you join our Patreon, we will do a movie of your choice, which will not come out until February. So I don't know if I stipulated that uh, because we already have our January completely booked. But anyways, so there's that. Um, we have Redbubble slashes pod dot uh, com. So if you want to have the goon show across your tits or on your crotch, please feel free to go ahead <laughs> and support us there as well. We just I need, we don't make any money off of our Redbubble. I want everyone to realize like it is at the lowest it can be. I probably make five cents a shirt. I don't give a shit. I just want you to have it and be able to afford it. So please make sure that you check that out. We've got a ton of fun designs. They're all by Jake. Yeah, Holy he's shit. a madman with creating all that stuff. He's, <laughs> I love it. We have it. too much. We have too much, but you know what? We have something for everybody, so go crazy <laughs> and have a good time. Um, but anyways, Austin, thank you for having us on your show and, yes. and being in our, our chat and, and dealing with us every day. No, thank you. No, thank you for including me. I'm dealing with you. That's like my favorite thing to go in that chat and catch up on all the craziness <laughs> I miss. So much fun. No, I appreciate you guys being here. Um, obviously we'll probably do many more of these in the future cause we've already done three or four in like the span of, I think a month or two. So <laughs> it's just nice to podcast with fellow podcasters that share my passion for horror. Um, so yes, thank you guys again. 
Um, you can find us on Facebook at Frightmares and Instagram and Slasher app at Frightmares Podcast. Uh, Twitter, Frightmares underscore pod. And then I am also on Letterboxd as Dr. Proctor. Are either one of you on Letterboxd at all? No? Maybe? Uh, yeah, we follow each other. I well, don't remember Mikey who's is. on who. I'm sorry. I can't do I, I only have so many things I can pay attention to. <laughs> and I do all of our Instagrams. I do. It's too much. Too I'm much. done. Well, Mikey, what is your My username on, on Letterboxd? Um, I'm Mikey and the T-Rex. Mikey and the T-Rex. I love it. <laughs> Anyways, guys, join us next week as me and Corey come back for a bonus episode featuring something taking place on New Year's. I know, very vague. Um, and until next week, guys, stay tuned and stay spooky. Thank you.